All right, it is news time, and news is brought to you by the Wheatland Bank. I did just get a phone call from my daughter, Jay. This is breaking news. Oh, okay. Breaking news. Got a phone call. She just woke up, and she wanted to give me now the day after, the morning after review of Mario. Oh, this is good. Yeah. So I gave you the morning after review of Mario from a 41-year-old man. Right. Great movie. Highly recommend it. If you have any relationship at all in your life with Mario... Played it, were around it, you thought it was intriguing, this movie's going to be a home run for you. Just in general, it's a fun movie. I think if you didn't know anything about Mario, you'd be like, that's a fun kids animated movie. It's an okay review from a 41-year-old, but... for a movie review. Way more excited. Movie review. Movie review. My three-and-a-half-year-old has... <laughs> is in- this a first for us, by the way? This is a first. I okay. wish I, I wish I had her voice doing it. It's way cuter. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But she called to let me know today she really liked the Mario movie. Okay. Dad, she said, Dad, I really like Mario. Can we see Mario again? This is a problem. So she wants now. to see it again. But then I was informed of this. Oh. Dad, the commercials really scared me. Oh, the pre- the Jay, this pre- one, you- I talked about it before yeah. and, and before I knew this. And we were in my daughter's room a little bit last night, getting her to go to sleep because uh-huh. she was scared. And so today I found out what it was. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, I'm scared of Bowser, I'm scared of sure, this yeah. and that. No, it was the <sighs> movie theater, be smarter. We don't need to see the Fast and the Furious Fast 10 preview before Mario. I'm sorry, we don't need to see that. I didn't need to see the like an intense Marvel trailer right before mario like just stick to what's what's got the kids there illumination movies they, they previewed a new illumination movie from the creators of the grinch and it's a new christmas movie about ducks flying south for the winter okay stick to that it's animated my daughter was like oh my gosh look at these ducks they're flying stick to I, trolls i'm so surprised that they had a couple of those usually they're just all like the g-rated stuff they don't yes. they don't do that but they went PG-13 movies. I, oh, that's interesting. If you've got an animated movie, and I get it, Mario's rated PG because Bowser's scary. Okay. But if you've got a PG movie, stick to PG and lower. Well, especially if it's animated. Previews. I mean, yeah. you know. I don't, need to, I don't need the PG-13 and above previews because now I'm going to have to deal with this the rest of my week about how scared my daughter is because of Vin Diesel. So the movie itself was great. What about Guardians? Did they have Guardians? They had a Guardians trailer, and that one bothered her. Uh, that so, one bothered her a lot. They also had Blue Beetle, which is a new Marvel movie. Okay, Blue Beetle, and it was a little. It was very intense. That was one, and and the guy sitting next to me. God bless the guy sitting next to me. He you was didn't there know by him? himself. Okay. He was awesome, mm-hmm. and and he was super nice. The scary movie trailers would come up, and I could feel him. It seemed like he might be a dad, and had had gone through this. He was a little older, and he looked at me during one of the first previews and goes, "Whoa, it's intense." Yeah. A- AKA, I'm sorry about that for your daughter. And I would take our big thing of popcorn and I would just place it in front of my daughter's face. <laughs> and, like but I would do it so that I would I would tip it so she would be distracted from the, the, the preview, which were also extremely loud. Which is I'm I'm fine with, but for kids it was it, my daughter was like, It's so loud in here. That just deal with that a okay, little bit. Okay, this text says nine trailers. It was intense. It was, it was nine trailers. It was insane. That's it was insane yeah. how many trailers there were. Yeah. For, and they're each, you know, let's say they're three minutes long. 
That's a long time to wait Jay, for your movie to start. Telling, we were there forever, and then That's we crazy. missed the end of the movie because my daughter was done sitting in the seat. Ran She'd out been of there gas. For two hours. Yeah. But we, I would just tip the bucket like a trough, and she'd just put her face in it. <laughs> That's great. I thought, I'm getting away with eating popcorn, and I'm thinking, no, you're getting away with not seeing Blue Beetle trailer. Right. Because I don't want to sit by your bed the entire night. <laughs> movie was great. This is a big story in country music that broke yesterday afternoon. Granger Smith. Yeah. Granger Smith is leaving country music. Granger Smith leaving country music. He announced it yesterday. He is leaving country music, and this tour this summer will be his last tour and his last run as a country music artist. Now, Jay, Granger Smith is not a country music superstar. Right. It's not like Granger Smith is releasing music all the time, but he's a very successful artist who also is really successful touring. Very, I, yeah. I had not realized this. His shows sell out everywhere he goes. Yeah. I, I think Granger's one of the great performers we had in the genre. What with him doing his stuff, but also Earl Dibbles Jr. Yeah. He would do the character stuff. He's very funny. Right. Here is the clip from, from Granger Smith. I'll play the whole thing for you. This is Granger Smith talking about leaving country music. He gets emotional in it, but he gives the whole story as to why he's doing it. I've been so nervous to make this video just because of the implications of what it means for my life and my family. But I'm making this video, I'm making this post to announce that this summer is my last ever tour. I have felt a strong desire to pursue ministry. And this doesn't mean I'm gonna start a church or a crusade or a revival. Um, this means that me and my family are gonna serve our local church. We're gonna pour into that church as members and have my pastors and elders pour into me and disciple me and teach me as I, as I sit under their wise teaching. And then Lord willing, one day they can affirm me into the next steps of what that might look like to glorify God best from my platform. I've also been attending seminary, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and that, that just takes a ton, a ton of time to pursue my MA there country music when I get up on a stage and just need glorification and need praise and if I don't get it then that means my career is not doing well and I and so I'd work harder for that I can't reconcile those two things y'all I can't I can't can't go to seminary and pursue ministry and be poured in by my pastors and elders and then go out on the weekends and try to be exalting myself I, I, I think that's a contradiction I'm not it's not nothing against anyone else that can do music and succeed in denying themselves i just i'm not very good at it number one there's no way you could ever see a granger smith video without fifty thousand birds in the background i know he, he there's just no way granger smith is the outdoors he, he just does, is a, yeah. the walking outdoors jay I'm, I'm always impressed with this dude this guy's gone through a lot yeah his he's had some obviously some for those who don't know obviously he lost a son like three years four yeah, years ago been a, yeah his son, you know, died in a drowning accident, and it's obviously that changes you. Yeah. I don't. We don't know if that's what set him on this path, but I mean, you just have to respect the fact that he's just decided. Look, I, this is going to be my direction. And Jay, one thing with Granger that I've I've thought was really unique about him always, he's very open and very honest every time something happens with him. Yeah, to his fan base because. <laughs> I, he's always respected that people are taking their hard-earned money and time to to give to him. 
And it, when everything happened with his son, River, he was very open about it. Yeah. And now with this, with him leaving and, and doing church stuff, which, by the way, that church is about to have really good music. But, they, <laughs> right. but, but <laughs> yeah. you know, he's very open about it. And I think that's cool. And I think it's kind of unique anymore. But I, I, I just like the real there, right? The, the real of Granger Smith admitting it's real hard for me to want one thing in my life, but also as a country music star, the whole ego part of it. Yeah is really hard to navigate that. Yeah, and he's obviously figured out a way that that can change. You so, know, so again, it's one of those, hey, how do you make yourself happy? Well, you're the only one who can change. And so he decided this is going to be my direction. And, and you kind of got to respect that and say, good for you. And thank you for being honest about it. Yeah. In the I, meantime, you can go see him June 4th. Okay, that's, I, I was, Jay, I was going to say, he's coming to, he's coming to Spokane this summer, June 4th at the Knitting Factory. It will be your last time to see. Yeah. Granger perform on a concert, at least in the in the foreseeable future. Who knows if there will be a time later on, you know, down the road where he feels more capable of going out and doing this. Jay, at that point, who Boy, knows? It doesn't his, sound his, like it, does it? Right. His entire music may be different if he oh, does something like no that. Oh, there's no doubt right? it would be, yeah. So I, I don't, I'm, I really, really respect Granger Smith. I, this was kind of crazy news yesterday. My, it was, it was funny. I got home. My wife works in the country music world. Right. And her phone was blowing up. And I was like, what is going on? She goes, Granger Smith just quit country music. It was like a big thing yeah. in the circles, in the circles of, of people who work in it because he is a big deal touring and he is a a main a big name yeah for in, sure in terms of the the format and Even he's young you, it's not like he yes. just went oh you know what I'm just gonna be done and you're you know you're like let's say Blake Shelton did it would be big news but Blake's also a little older and you could see where he'd go I'm just done you know but Granger's in the middle of it so but, but then Jay what Carlene says Carlene's text a text line and I think this is a very fair text and this is I, I did it just is she said will you please play a Granger Smith song I'm not quite sure who he is. That's also extremely fair oh, because 100%. Granger Smith is not a a mainstay radio guy. We thought he was going to be. When he came out with his first couple songs, Jay, all three of us on the show thought, this guy's going to be on our radio for a long time. Then he wasn't. And he really just became a great touring artist who was super, super charismatic on social media and with his Earl Dibbles Jr. stuff. Very charismatic. But the songs just didn't keep coming out like right. they, we thought they were going to. Yeah. So, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah, I appreciate Jay, that. Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. And we've always cheered for Granger. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Why are you slowing down? Let's, oh, okay. There's deer everywhere. They're a little, uh, they're a little skinny, though. What do you, like, you got against that? Kevin James. So they're just on the... Basically, snow cone yes, diet. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jay and Kevin Show. On the air at jankevin.com is where you can get the emails sent. And you can also send them to us on our social medias if that works for you. You can find us on social medias, Coyote Country or Jan Kevin Show. This one says this. My husband wants to teach our 12-year-old to drive. He said it's okay for them if they do it in a parking lot. I told him, I don't think that's an okay thing. Plus, why are we teaching him to drive at 12? 
He said because that's actually late for his family and that he will be a better driver later on when he gets his license. Do people teach their kids to drive at 12? That is from Ricky. All right, 509-441-0999 to call or text the studio line. Jay, I'm curious from you, you were the youngest of many children, as your coworkers know. Mm-hmm. And I would be I would be curious if you didn't learn younger just because you're the youngest. So mm, so the other yeah. kids are all learning how to drive and you just happen to be in the car and it's like, look, right. we might as well try to get a couple birds with one stone here. Jay Bird, yeah. get up front. <laughs> yeah. Stop sleeping on the dashboard right. while I smoke two packs. Get get down here and grab the steering wheel. No, um, I think it has more to do with where you're where you are. We were we were city folk, and I don't think my dad taught anybody to drive until they were probably. I'm going to guess 15. I think probably okay. 15 was the was the youngest, and then by the time I got there, you know, then it was obviously it was driver's ed, but. I don't remember ever driving even in a parking lot at that age. But I can guarantee you, if you live out in the rural community, oh. 12 probably is a little late. Jay, I've, I've, I've got to, I'm right with you. I've got to imagine that is the case. I, I bet you there's younger if you're in oh. the rural areas. But the driver's ed thing is a big deal, right? It's, it is the city folk, the city folk thing. Yeah. You've got driver's ed in there. I feel like you kind of start doing that. And then mom and dad for the city folk, it's like mom and dad step in. And they're like, okay, we're learning the basics. Now here's time for parents to step in with that. I wonder how, how common that is. For city versus rural. I mean, we are getting a lot of 10-year-old, and it's all farm. Steve. On the text line. Hello? Hey, how's hey, it going? Good, man. Did you teach your kids to drive young, or did you learn to drive young? Well, I can tell you that while I wasn't a farm kid, I did spend my summers on the farm down in Pullman with my aunt and uncle. And I was driving tractors somewhere around 10 or 11 years old with my uncle basically standing on the rear axle right behind the driver's seat. Right. Um, yeah. Rode in a wheat truck at about 12. Yeah. Uh, then back home during the school year, and Dad thought, you know, and mind you, this was 40 years ago. Things were looked at a little differently back then, but uh, right. Dad thought, you know, we're going fishing. Uh, I'm going to drink some beer. You drive. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yes. That was a different time, was it not? Yes. It was definitely a different time. So yeah, at thirteen I was driving from here to Paris, Washington. Oh my uh, gosh, wow. yeah. Yeah, that's 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 definitely different. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think on the rural thing, I don't know because I'm mean, obviously. And Steve, thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate that. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't, you know, grow up in a farm, not a farmer, whatever that. Some out of uh, necessity, I would imagine. You know, you need help. Yes. You want somebody to work. So you're Jay, like, hey, drive the truck. And there's less to hit. If I'm working on the farm and I have a kid who is 10 to 12 years old, doggone it, they're learning how to drive to help me out around the the, the, the farm. I mean, why wouldn't you? What are you going to run into? There's no cars. Yeah. I mean, it's just you got to do it. And I'm assuming the car that they're driving or the vehicle they're driving is fit for a 10-year-old to drive in I don't terms know, of, though. you're I not think driving there's... a Maserati. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, you're not driving a Maserati. Sandy. Yes. What do you think? And also, you know, in Idaho, you get a driver's license at 14 years old. 
Really? Okay. Okay. And, and so, you know, you never, I've known people around that they come into emergency situations where they could be out fishing or anything and the parent gets hurt. And I've known of kids at 10 years old that drive their parents to get medical help. Yeah. Well, that part really? I could definitely, I could definitely see at that point, you know, you do what you have to do to try to make the thing, you know, work. But I, I guess I forgot that Idaho, you can get it earlier. Sandy, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, 509-441-0999. Josh, what do you got for us? Okay, so I come from a big family. We got 12 in the house. And uh, the kids that grew up and became the best drivers were the ones who started uh, on the riding lawnmower, the golf cart, uh, the dump run truck we used to use, drive right. around in the field. Yep. They all came up, they all grew up, became better drivers, less accidents, more aware of what's going on around them. So I'm totally for learning at a young age. You know what would be good, now that you've said that, Josh, what if there was just like a... I don't know. There's an open field with, the, like you said, the dump run truck's a great example because it's kind of a, you know, it's not the nicest vehicle anyway, so it doesn't really right. matter. And then you could like. Yeah, if you put it in a hole, you're okay. Yeah, right. Like you go, oh, you could just come out here and drive. And then, you know, you could teach kids to drive a stick shift and let people, if that's still a thing. And then, you know, you could let people <laughs> drive around and run into stuff accidentally, not hurt anybody. And I don't know. Definitely. I'm all on board. Yeah, yeah. And 12, huh? Where where did you fit in the in that mix? I'm the top. I'm the oldest. Oh, oh wow. You're 40, 41, the- and the youngest is 17. Josh taught the, wow. the brothers and sisters to drive. That's how that worked. I did. I yeah. did. Uh, the manual transmissions, I got to teach some of that. I'm imagining, and we probably don't have time for the entire list of the things that Josh taught his siblings. <laughs> and they're not all radio appropriate. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate the call. Uh, appreciate that a lot. Well, okay. Well, you know, there you go. So I don't know if we've helped or not, but I can see, I know yeah. a lot of it probably depends on where you live. Unpopular opinion coming in in three, two, one. Well, I'll start by saying I did get to get behind the wheel younger. I also grew up in a third world country where yeah. the rules were completely different. So What rules? Thanks. <laughs> so there's a lot there. There's a lot there to unpack with uh, a therapist or something. I don't know. Right. But outside of that, which I'm very thankful for, and I loved how I grew up, and I loved like hearing these stories of people on the farm doing this. Apparently, the farm was just an entire country that I grew up in. It didn't, right. You were in the city or not, we just lived in the farm, according to this. But I also do believe in my heart of hearts, if you play racing video games as a kid, you are a better driver. Really? I really believe this. Because it's still practicing the the technique. Yeah, I just think, and, it, and this is not going to be close to what you learn if you are actually in a vehicle on the farm or wherever it may be in driver's ed. But I do think you get familiar with how it works. Like understanding left turns, right turns, brakes, gas pedal, cars around you. I really do believe it gets you into a better mindset for being prepared to learn how to drive. And the reason I think this is I played a lot of racing video games when I was young growing mm-hmm. up. My sister didn't. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. <laughs> I don't understand. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Hey, Jack. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Kevin James. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you're a sick man. <laughs> Why am I so sick? The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Secret sound in 10. Looking forward to that. Another chance. Yes, let me. I need to do something really, really quick before we dive into entertainment. Yes, sir. 
I need to outsource something today. Because I want to try something today that we have never tried before and beat the show. I need a user-submitted theme. Now, we have done that before, but I'm telling you to the extent we have not. So I need it now. So I've got about an hour to get it ready, a little less than an hour. Okay. I need a theme for Beat the Show, which... Thank you, Dutch Bros, for being part of Beat the Show. Someone's going to win 15 bucks to Dutch Bros coming up at around 8.20, 8.25 today. But I need a theme. And then I will go from there and we'll reveal what's happening with it. Okay. But help me out. I'm just doing... All right. Got some brain exercises happening today, Jay Bird. I like it. Got some brain exercises. Okay. So what do you want to see? And we'll get to that. All right. So a theme for Beat the Show. You can text it in now. 509-441-0999. We'll play in an hour. And you know what, Jay? I will let you see the text that come in. Okay. And you can see the themes. And you can decide on a theme. Oh. The one that you like. Because you're going to have to play it today. That's true, yeah. So maybe not something that you're amazing at, but something that, you know, you no, don't No, I'll do think. it fairly, yeah. Yeah, just when when all these come in, because we've already got a bunch coming in that are yeah. great. Yep. Just you let me know which one you want, and okay. then we'll go from there. I'm weirdly excited for today's Beat the Show. Okay. <laughs> because it's really stupid. <laughs> okay. And you know I love stupid. I know you do, and you're good at it. Oh, and we'll try to make it fun, but it could be, an, it could be a total nightmare. Or it could be the greatest I, thing that's ever happened to the show. Or it could be somewhere in the middle. I don't know if you know or that. Or it could get me fired. I will tell you Whoa. that right now. No, I will actually tell you we are rolling the dice today a What's little bit. What's this we? I mean, if you're going to get fired, that really does listen. Well, no, it probably does reflect on me, it, so I take it back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, baby talk everywhere. So Russell Dickerson revealed they're having another child. R- really? They're having baby number two. It's going to be a boy. And the bad news was, this is one of those deals where you're like, okay, we're going to do a baby reveal, and he did a video on it, and it's like his wife came downstairs with their their son, who's very young, and you know, holding the the pregnancy thing, and it, here's, he's excited, right? He gets all excited, and then they're going to do the baby reveal together. Okay, they're going to have someone put on a, a reveal. They send an email. The doctor's office sends out an email. And Russell Dickerson goes, well, it said it's a boy in the subject title. <laughs> so he it's, so it's messed up for him. So he puts it on for his wife, puts on a baby reveal for his wife. But how bad is that? that it's already, you know, you're like, I'm excited about this. Here's, here's the information on what your child's gender is. Oh, we put it in the subject line. You can't do that. Oh, my gosh. Come that's on. such a miss. And and you've got to assume this is a business that does this a lot. It's I would not think. like it's their first time. I'm guessing Russell Dickerson isn't going to someone who it's their very first time doing this. Right. Oh, my gosh. He, he just looks at the camera. She goes, well, he already knows. And he goes, well, it's in the subject title of the email. Yeah, come on. That's such a bummer. You can't do that. That's a huge miss right there. And that's actually... Kind of a sad one. You can't... Well, you can't go back. Yeah. Now what? That's a big deal. Now you have baby number three and hope it doesn't get messed up. I guess that's what you do. Or in Clay Walker's case, baby number six. What? Actually, it's baby number eight. Six with his current wife. Eight total children for Clay Walker. And I thought to myself, you know, they had the Hillary Swank news yesterday where she's 48? I believe that's correct. And had twins? Or is having twins? No, she had twins, right? She gave birth already? And... Clay Walker is 53. Okay. And having their, well, his eighth child and he and his wife's sixth child. Jay, that is insane. Man. That's insane. That's a lot. That's a lot right there, Clay Walker. That's a lot, a lot. I mean, you know, when you're going to be 71, I always do the math. You're going to be 71 when your child graduates from high school. 
Yeah. That, that's just a lot. Of, and he has his other children, his other five children that are still at home, are 14, 13, 10, 5, 2. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, that you have old enough kids that you have got the greatest built-in babysitting. Oh, you've got a lot of help. And during the day when you need that nap, you've got the help you need. There is that. But you are going to be 71 when your kid graduates <laughs> from it high does. school. It's... Jay, where are you at with Ted Lasso right now? I'm behind, uh, well, uh, as of today, it'll be two weeks I'm behind. Okay. Because when we so, were in Mexico, we didn't get to yeah. watch it, obviously. And then uh, this week, we will not be able to watch it either. So I, I'll I be a couple give, weeks behind. I want to give a shout out to Ted Lasso. Okay. They have really sold me on the character of Rebecca, the boss, who I was okay with for the first two seasons. Wasn't my favorite character. Yeah. Wasn't my least favorite character. I just thought she was great for the show. I was like, yeah, you're great for the show. You're great. You're a great piece of the puzzle to make me like Ted Lasso. Right. But you're not anything that I'm excited about. They have turned they have they have turned the tides with me and I get excited when she has a scene when it's going to be a Rebecca scene. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, good. This is a storyline I'm invested in. I love her character. She's great." So, I I got I've got to give them a shout out for that. In the latest episode, they continue with that. They get you that show gets you locked in. Yeah. With characters and the storylines with them. Oh, I love that character. She's extremely likable. See, okay, now Jay, I was late. I'm late. I'm so late to the game on this one because Dr. Kenny Beefus, he was somebody who was like, "How do you not like Rebecca?" And right. I was like, "I just don't. It's not that I don't like her. I just don't. Eh, she's just eh, just there. Yeah. Background noise for me. Good okay. background noise. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Forefront. I'm excited about it. She's got a lot of Clay Walker stuff going on in the show, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested in also, all of it. Uh, very funny because while we were on vacation. There was a lady there who's now she wasn't tall like Rebecca, but she had the exact same hair. Oh my gosh! And every time, then once you see someone, you know, when you're like at a resort, every morning, Rebecca, how are you? Of and, course, every and time. We, and we're like, oh, here comes Rebecca. And my wife's like, take a picture and send it to Slim. I'm like, I'm not. I wish this you woman's would have. in a swimsuit, and I'm not gonna walk yeah, over there. You know, I mean, now I feel like a creeper. That's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but also, what a fun game for you and your wife because oh, it's the first to spot Rebecca game. It was great. Yeah. And okay. It, then you start finding a lot of other people who also I saw oh. like four Mark Petersons. It was weird. I love that. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah, oh, she was a like Mark Peterson. Well, yeah, that's why it was Mark Peterson. Jay, Kevin, and Slim. Text line helped us out. They gave a lot of ideas for Beat the Show. I just I need a theme, and then I'm going to go for that from there with Beat the Show. I'm going to ask everyone to trust me, and I'm going to ask everyone to understand when this fails, it will have been a very fun experiment. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. So <laughs> let's find out from the from the youth in the studio now. Kevin, read some of the items and see if Dalton okay. has Google searched how to cook this. Kevin James. Have you ever Googled how to make pancakes? No. Oh, oh gosh! Oh, is that the first time you talk today? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. It's time for Jay and Kevin's Do you hear that? Secret, Secret Sound. Yes, let's play Secret Sound. Hi, Amber. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm. I'm hoping. That you're going to make the secret not so secret anymore. I'm hoping so, too. I have my fingers crossed. I hope you've been uh, following along and you know some of the incorrect guesses, so you've been able to narrow down the possibilities. 
Let's see exactly what we're playing for for money today. The current jackpot for Jay and Kevin's secret sound is... Big money, please. $448. Whoa. Okay, yeah, that's getting up there. $448. Every time there's a wrong answer, the pot grows. It's a good chunk of change right there, Jay Bird. It really is. All right, Amber, let's see how we do today. Here's the secret sound. Amber. For four hundred and forty-eight dollars, what is the Jane Kevin secret sound? Is it an automatic soap dispenser? <laughs> Ooh! I hate, I'm gonna do close my eyes. I'm gonna do close my close eyes. Those. I've, got, oh, I've used a couple of those. Those automatic soap dispensers. I really despise the ones that don't work. You mean and like the one by the sink? You're just waving your hand, waving your hand, waving your hand, and then you pull your hand away in anger, and then it does this the squirt onto the table, <laughs> and you're like. Whoa. Man, that's a good guess. I'm sorry. Great guess. That is a great guess. <laughs> that, that the more I hear it, I'm, I'm sure are we sure what the sound that's is. That's a great that sounded guess. Like what a unique guess as well. Yeah. Amber loved it. Thank you so much for playing. We're gonna play again at 915, okay? Okay. Appreciate you. The jackpot for the next round of Jay and Kevin's Secret Sound will be. Come on, baby, let's go. Four hundred seventy-two dollars. Okay, four seventy-two. So four seventy-two at nine fifteen. Stay tuned right here to the Big Ninety-Nine Nine Coyote Country for more chances to win. For access to all wrong guesses of Jay and Kevin's secret sound, head to the Big Ninety-Nine and become a Country Club VIP member. And always remember to secret sound. Responsibly. We love to give stuff away and hopefully $472 at 9.15. And then also some Dutch Bros love in about 40 minutes. How's that going for you? Oh, I'm sorry. The, what's that? I had your mic off for a second. I apologize. I accidentally bumped your mic. No, it's good. It's going It's going miserable, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I will. I mean, yeah, it's going miserable. Anyways. And now I feel like that's my fault. I should have chosen really not at random. Really bad choice on MJ's well, beat I, it. But. I just drew out of the cup. I know, but you had all the options at your fingertips. MJ's beat it. I know. We'll see what happens. I, I should mean, have that's just, just a terrible. Well, the one I theme. wanted, I thought was just a bailout, because I was just going to take the one of the first ones that came in. Just said summer, summer, summer. And I'm like you know summer, what? you know what? But then I felt like, well, summer really? Instead, you're just going to we're going into MJ's beat it. So this is going to be uh, <laughs> if you could squeak an answer out, you're going to be in a good spot. <laughs> I won for. For beat the show. Oh my! I love what Amber did there with her guests because Amber is doing the thing that I appreciate. Okay, she's living her daily life listening for the secret. Absolutely, sound. that's what you have to do. Oh, that is exactly what you have to do because everything makes noise. Most yes, things. and then when you hear it, you need to in your head go, oh, oh that's it. I'm gonna win. Yep, Jay I love Kevin it. And Slim.